welcome to this last episode of Gadget of the Week for the year 2020, a year which I think all of us would gladly like to put behind us. This is Mala Bhargav coming to you from New Delhi where it's getting really cold and where we're told to be expecting a big uh, cold wave. Uh, I'm not complaining because I love using my woolens. This uh, episode, uh, I'd like to talk about a truly crazy gadget. And uh, God knows the world needs a little bit of crazy right now. Well, we're getting it thanks to LG, who has come up with another concept phone, really, but uh, they've made it available. It's called the LG Wing. And I referred to it as a cousin of another two-screened phone called the LG Velvet, which uh, uh, I talked about in a previous episode. So LG loves this idea of two screens, and I think so do users. So they've come up with a new way to make a phone work with two screens. And this is something you're not likely to see elsewhere. It's totally out of the box and, like I said, totally crazy. So when you take this phone out of its uh, packaging, its very humble box, you'll find that it's really thick. It's extremely slippery as well. So I made sure I sat on a bunch of cushions before I did anything. When you feel around, you'll find that there's a gap between the back panel and the top portion of the phone. That's because LG has decided to make one screen sit on top of the other and with a little push on the right, uh, bottom right rather, you will make the top screen shift over or glide over uh, to the left and become T-shaped device. So essentially you have a small 3.9 inch uh, screen where you're gripping the phone and you have a 6.8 inch screen in a t-shape on the top if that sounds bizarre believe me it is and things get crazier because you can also turn the phone around and hold uh, what is essentially the larger screen in your hand and let the smaller screen ride piggyback on the right side uh, yes, it is uh, a strange uh, beast, this LG Wing. And uh, the whole idea is to be able to multitask. It's a very interesting concept, but whether it's going to work outside of the lab and out in the wild, uh, well, uh, that the jury is still out on. So when you uh, switch on and swivel the screen to be in its fully open mode, uh, you, have, you have two screens that are both uh, awake. And uh, some apps you can use the smaller or lower screen as an input area. So you could have a uh, keyboard on the bottom, but be, uh, see, you could see the input on the top screen. Uh, you could also use uh, the smaller screen as a game controller and see the uh, game play on the bigger uh, upper screen. But there aren't too many apps that will divide in this way. For the most part, you can 
use two different apps one on the top and one on the bottom uh, you cannot use uh, the same instance of an app on both sides like you can't uh, have two YouTubes running for example you can't even have two chromes running in fact so uh, what you can do is uh, maybe watch uh, YouTube and tweet about something you're watching at the same time or you could be on a video call and be messaging someone at the same time or email and search at the same time you know so uh, that's how you can do it and it sounds very good on paper but when held in the hand it is really really awkward uh, first of all the whole assembly is really heavy and secondly the edges of both these screens are kind of sharp and uh, at least i found that they are digging into my hands and uh, sort of knife sharp in a way and uh, that makes it a little uncomfortable it's also a little unbalanced because it is uh, top heavy obviously since the upper screen is the heavier one or the larger one uh, so these things are sort of bound to happen and um, the ergonomics are also a bit tricky because the whole uh, he uh, the whole phone is very heavy and i um, mean you cannot put it in a shirt pocket um yes it could probably go into the pocket of your jeans but uh, it's very chunky the other thing that's a little dangerous is that you have to learn and practice how to uh, swivel the screens or rather sort of open them with a little flick of one hand uh, and because this uh, phone is uh, slippery it can uh, fly out of your hands so that's a bit tricky and you need to sort of figure it out gradually before you sort of go gung-ho over it the lg wing costs some 69000 rupees in india so uh, it isn't a mid-range phone uh, by price category but it is a mid-range phone because of its processor and uh, screen tech so it uses the snapdragon 765G which uh, people are rightly objecting to thinking that they could have even used a, a previous uh, previous flagship processor so that it would be a little more powerful and it needs to be powerful because it is running two screens it has uh, 8GB of ram and uh, which is good of course and it has 128GB of uh, onboard storage with an expandable memory card slot so um, it's a mix of uh, advanced and not so advanced specs but for the price you would expect a better processor uh, also uh, by now users expect a much uh, higher refresh rate on their screens because of the price I mean there are now phones with half the price that will have a refresh rate of at least 90 uh, hertz so um, so that's another problem but uh, the screen looks very nice and uh, it is a full hd uh, oled um, screen or rather both the screens they're both exactly the same uh, in terms of the technology they use the phone has a 4000 mAh battery with uh, 
fast charging and wireless charging but um, uh, maybe that is a little less for uh, again the fact that there are two screens but uh, on using it I did find that the battery held up very nicely indeed there's no 3.5 mm stereo jack and uh, that is a disappointment to many because for many years LG has been known as a phone that is music forward and uh, has given people some really uh, good sound and support for high-res music. The wing has an in-display fingerprint sensor which sort of works uh, okay and um, no uh, face ID kind of uh, security measure because um, well I don't know why exactly because they do have a pop-up front camera so uh, in swivel mode when you use the camera uh, the main camera portion the viewfinder appears on the T part of the screen and the uh, lower part or the smaller screen, the 3.9 inch screen, becomes a kind of um, gimbal controller. So here you can uh, use the phone to take some very interesting uh, video where, you, you, where the phone acts as a gimbal and you can uh, move around and pan around. Uh, where the software tries to then stabilize the video. It's uh, an interesting implementation and uh, it also lets you uh, pop up the front camera and use it for two-way video footage. So you have uh, the screen divided to show you as well as the scene in front of you. That's great for uh, vloggers. But uh, otherwise, the camera is sort of average, um, and uh, but, but mostly in the closed mode. Um, in the open mode, in particular, it needs uh, better low light imaging. Uh, the cameras are the front camera is a 64 megapixel, and uh, it has two ultra wide lenses which are 12 and 13 megapixels each and the front camera is a 32 megapixel that's if you're interested in megapixels at all uh, so that's uh, summing up the lg wing and uh, it's a phone that's interesting more because uh, of the possibilities it brings up uh, if the form factor and the ergonomics issues are sorted out in future iterations of this phone it could really be a quite a new way to use a device uh, but for now if you're considering buying this phone as a primary device uh, you have some thinking to do because it's chunky and heavy and uh, very tricky as well otherwise it's a nice android phone this is me signing off uh, from this podcast and this year. See you in what is hopefully a better 2021.